Hello there, Dr. Bill Crawford here, psychologist, speaker, author of seven books, host of two PBS specials, here again to bring you another tip on how to help you create the life you want. Specifically, how to use my life from the top of the mind philosophy to bring more clarity, confidence, creativity to everything you do. Today I want to look at the subject of negative thoughts. And there's a quote that I'm sending out to those 6,000 people on my quote list. By the way, if you would like to receive one of my favorite quotes along with a short video each week, all you got to do is go to my website and hit the subscribe button. Website is BillCrawfordPhD.com. Just Google Bill Crawford PhD. I'll come up on the first page. Hit the subscribe button. Put your name, email address in. It's free. And each week I will send you one of these short videos along with a quote, along with two or three paragraphs about how to apply this quote in our life. So this quote is one of my own. It says, negative thoughts can help us survive, but they won't help us thrive. Kind of a simple quote, but let's unpack it and see how it's valuable. What I'm trying to say here is that negative thoughts have a purpose. Whenever we're in a situation where our lives are in danger or we are in danger, then reacting sometimes without having to think a lot about it is exactly what we need to do. You know, we're driving down the freeway and somebody's coming at us the wrong way. Um, somebody throws something at us and we need to duck. Anytime we need to react without thinking, that negative thought of, uh-oh, watch out. You know, we touch a hot stove and it's, and it's painful. That negative thought is exactly what we need. And here's what's going on. There's a part of our brain that is engaging another part of the brain that's helping us react in these fight or flight situations. For those of you who follow my life from the top of the mind philosophy, you know we got these three parts of the brain. The lower part of the brain is called the brainstem. This is where our fight or flight responses come from. Upper 80% of the brain is called the neocortex. This is where we make purposeful decisions, more deliberate decisions in a way that is more about thriving than just surviving. The middle part of the brain, the limbic system, works as a scanner, a processor, a router. It's the gatekeeper. It processes data and scans data as it comes in, processes it or interprets it, and then either sends it down to the brainstem or up to the neocortex. Here's the problem. This middle part of the brain, its mission on the planet is to keep us alive as a species. So it has a tendency to interpret a lot of things as dangerous when they're really not. Especially if we've encountered something negative in the past, it stores that as, uh-oh, watch out. If that happens again, react to it. For instance, if you've ever been bitten by a dog or had a negative reaction to a dog in the past, chances are when a dog comes in the room, you're going to find yourself having that same reaction. The dog may not be dangerous, most dogs aren't, but the limbic system is interpreting it as dangerous and throwing us into that fight or flight part of the brain where all we can do is react. So, in a situation where we are in danger, then the fight or flight reaction is exactly what we want. That negative thought is serving us very, very well. However, let's think about the situations we deal with on a daily basis. Have you noticed that very few of them are truly fight or flight in nature? In other words, it's almost impossible to thrive in a world when we're always reacting from fight or flight. What I like to do is ask myself the question, would I recommend this reaction to someone I love? Would I recommend this thought to someone I love? See, that's using the upper 80% of the brain, the neocortex, to determine what I call the top of the mind, to determine whether we feed this thought or change it. And if we decide, no, I wouldn't recommend this to someone we love, we can change that negative thought. However, here's what we want to be careful of. 
We don't want to be using negative thoughts to deal with negative thoughts. Oh man, I gotta stop being so worried. I gotta stop being so stressed. I gotta stop being so reactive. I gotta stop being so frightened, man. I'll never be happy. I'll never succeed. No one will ever wanna be with me. I'll become a bag lady. Someone will steal my bag and I'll die. It'll be terrible. In other words, we don't wanna use worry to deal with worry or anxiety to deal with anxiety. We want to recognize that there is a part of our brain that is trying to keep us safe. We can thank that part of the brain for trying to keep us safe and saying, you know, and in this particular situation, it's not a fight or flight situation. So I'm going to change that in a way that I would recommend to someone I love. Instead of being worried or frightened, I want to be able to respond like this. Now, there is a difference in my opinion between awareness and worry. Awareness looks at a situation from a big perspective, an uh, overreaching perspective in a way that looks at it more complete, holistic perspective and is able to make a determination of how do I want to respond in this way? Uh, how, do, how, do, how do I want to define myself in this situation? How do I want to deal with life in this situation? What would I recommend to someone I love? So I'm a big fan of awareness versus worry unless it's a fight or flight situation. So if we're willing to kind of see our negative thoughts as this middle part of the brain trying to keep us safe in a situation that it is determining as dangerous when it really isn't, then we can begin to have more influence over our state of mind, our peace of mind. The quality of our thoughts, the quality of our decisions become more within our control, more within our uh, realm of influence. That's what I help people do. I help organizations do this. I help leaders do this. If you would like me to come to your organization and help your people, your leaders, become more purposeful in the thoughts that they feed, become more purposeful in the part of the brain that they engage going forward, be able to look at negative thoughts in a way that allows this upper 80% of the brain to make a determination. Do I feed this? Do I follow this? Do I change this? That's what I love to do. All you got to do is go to my website, Hit the contact button. Let me know what you're interested in, and I'd love to work with you, either as an organization or as an individual. So my hope is today we've got a new perspective on negative thoughts. We don't have to worry about them. This is not about don't worry, be happy, always think positive. It's about knowing that they serve a purpose. And when that purpose is in front of us, when we are truly in a fight or flight situation where danger is what's going on and we need to react without thinking, Boy, that negative thought is exactly what we would recommend to someone we love. However, when thriving versus just surviving is our goal, when we're trying to make good decisions about relationships or choices, the people we're with, or the things we devote our life to, even the small things, you know, how much sleep do I want to get? What do I want to eat? How do I want to arrange my life so that I bring my best to situations? We want to be coming from this upper 80% of the brain, the neocortex, what I call the top of the mind. So I hope this is valuable. I love bringing these videos to you. If you like them, please hit the like button. Share them with your friends. You know how Facebook, Pinterest, YouTube, all love it when you like it. And if you have a question or a comment, feel free to post it below. I try to read all of yours. If you send me something and I don't get to it, just send it to me again or email me, billcphd.com, and I'd love to uh, respond that way as well. In the meantime, here's to you, bringing more clarity, confidence, creativity to everything you do. And I look forward to seeing you in the next video.